Now, we often hear about the dangers of concussion in men's contact sports, but what about female players? Thousands of girls and women play GAA, rugby and soccer at senior level, but according to our next guest, women may not be as well monitored or treated for concussion as male players. Dr Lisa Ryan is head of the Department of Sport, Exercise and Nutrition at the Atlantic Technical University in Galway. She's looked at this and she's in our Galway studio. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, how are you doing? Dr Ryan, can I just ask you to tell us first, are women more vulnerable or susceptible to cushion than men? Well, most of the research would tell us that when we look at similar sports, women tend to have more concussions than men, also seem to take longer to recover and report more severe symptomology than their male counterparts. However, I have to say it has been completely under-researched in females to date. Uh, Like in a lot of areas, we're currently using evidence from men and using that to treat our women. So we also need a substantial amount uh, of more research looking at the effects of concussion in females. And can you tell us what happened happens to a concussed brain. I mean, it is an actual brain injury. It is. And and one of the things that those of us that research in in concussion are interested in is actually getting rid of the term concussion and instead using the term brain injury. Because if we use that term, people may begin to take this injury more seriously. If you consider the structure of the head, you know, we have a a skeleton, which is a very rigid structure with the brain inside. And any time there's either a blow to the head or to the body, the brain then hits against the skull. And that can lead to a, a series of different effects on the brain and can injure the brain. Um, so, you know, and lead to a number of different symptoms. What would those symptoms be? So the symptom, I suppose, a lot of people associate with concussion is being knocked out, losing consciousness. But a number of individuals may not lose consciousness, but you may see somebody stumble. Somebody may have nausea or vomiting. And for some individuals, the symptoms may come on gradually over, you know, hours after the initial concussive event. And they can be simply just not feeling right. Some people might have severe headaches. Other individuals we're beginning to realise may suffer gastrointestinal problems after concussion, which is often missed. So that could be things like, you know, severe diarrhoea or your stomach feeling off. Mm. So there are a number of different effects that can come from concussion. Now, it's interesting, the FAI and the IRFU have the same guidance for treating men and women in cases of concussion or suspected concussion. But the GAA have separate guidances for the sexes. Does the GAA give women more time to recover from suspected concussion? Uh, They do. So the IRFU for amateur players uh, request that it's a 21 day stand down for adults and 23 days for underage players post concussion. The GAA then have a requirement or recommendation that men don't return um, until at least seven days. But for females, it's 15 days. And then the FAI use a graduated return to play for both men and women. So you'll see that even between those three different organisations, we've completely different guidances on how to manage concussion. And some of the evidence would tell us that for females, it may take as long as 28 days to recover post-concussion. Should they be all working off the same hymn sheet and have the same guidance? Well, ourselves and other concussion researchers throughout Ireland believe that we should have, you know, standardised protocols for concussion among sports. We, irrespective of the sport you're playing, it's the same brain structure and therefore we shouldn't have different recommendations and guidance for around concussion and return to play activity. Now, your research into female rugby internationals here and in the UK shows that team resources actually have a big bearing on the detection of concussion. How so? 
So this is a real significant difference between the sexes. The level of medical support that females have when it comes to both their training and their matches. So depending on the sport, you female players may not have any medical assistance on, on the pitch side for training and matches, or they may have medical assistance for matches, but not for training. And that means that quite often concussion in females can be missed. Um, we know that a number of concussions can happen during training. And if there's no medical assistance, concussions could be missed in training. And then that player may go out at the weekend and, and play a match and may then end up with more severe concussion because they may, they may end up having another concussive in, incident after already, you know, um, experiencing concussion during training during the week. So potentially very serious. Can I just ask you, there's a piece in today's Sunday Times that reporting a DCU study that finds that in one in three cases of suspected concussion in GAA that women are actually back on the pitch the same day. What's your reaction to that? Yeah, I'm, I'm very familiar with that work from Dr. Roisin um, Leahy and we actually collaborate quite a lot with the group in DCU that's led by Siobhan O'Connor and Enda White. And what that is really highlighting for us, and it's we have seen it in our own research, is the impact implementation of the concussion guidelines. So all these organisations can have concussion guidance and protocols, but if there's no implementation of it, you can see how quickly it falls down. Mm. This study was really interesting in, in ladies Gaelic football to highlight that a number of the players, firstly it showed that there was very high prevalence of concussion in those players, but also that a number of them were either coming back very quickly and never went for medical clearance or medical checkups post-concussion. Now, nobody wants to sit out a game or have to leave a game, but what do female players need to be aware of when they get a bang or a fall and, and feel dazed or, or have a headache? What do they need to do? Well, the first the first thing, if there's a suspected concussion, is immediate removal from play. So if there is anybody that, you know, is suspected of having had a concussion on the pitch, it's automatic removal. The next step then is to go for go for a medical checkup. We don't don't have HIAs. There's no head injury assessment in amateur sports, which means that nobody should be attempting to do a HIA on the side of the pitch. That player should be immediately and permanently removed from that particular game and going for medical clearance. Um, and then following return to play protocols. So, you know, female players need to be aware of that, but also it's the players around them and their coaching staff and the teams around them because you can never leave it up to the athlete to self-diagnose a concussion. As you mentioned, nobody wants to, you know, any athlete, none of us want to be off the pitch. So also teammates, the culture in a club needs to be aware that if you suspect that one of your fellow players has had a concussion, to let the staff know on the sideline and get that play are permanently removed from that particular event. Okay, that's very interesting, but we leave it there for today. That was Dr. Lisa Ryan of the Atlantic Technical University from our Galway studio.